Welcome to the Crypto Altruism Podcast, the podcast dedicated to highlighting the intersections of social impact with blockchain, cryptocurrency, and Web3. I'm your host, Drew Simon from CryptoAltruism.org. Now, before we get started today, just a quick disclaimer. While we may discuss specific projects or cryptocurrencies on this podcast, please do not take any of this as investment advice, and please make sure to do your own research on any potential investment opportunities. And now, on to the fun stuff. Welcome and thanks so much for joining today. Lately, we've had the pleasure of showcasing some fantastic projects that are using NFTs to drive real, meaningful social impact, and today's episode is no exception. Today, I welcome Evan from My Crypto Wish, and we talk about his dream to raise $1 million for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital and how he hopes to use NFTs and crypto to accomplish this. My Crypto Wish is a unique grassroots NFT project founded by Evan and two friends, also college undergraduates, giving away 100% of the proceeds from Mint and secondary sale royalty directly to St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. The goal is $1 million worth of Ether raised by selling NFTs in the form of wishes. So a little bit about Evan. Evan Galinsky is a sophomore at the University of Pennsylvania studying political science and cinema studies, with the goal of being a Hollywood talent agent and movie producer. He is from Miami, Florida, and the founder of My Crypto Wish and the Galinsky Comedy Club. Okay, Evan, thank you so much for joining today on the Crypto Altruism Podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Drew. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, no, it's my pleasure. I think you have a really cool story and you've accomplished a lot. And I'm really excited to dig into my crypto wish in a bit. But before we get there, I'm always curious to hear how my guests got into the space in the first place. So what was your aha moment that got you interested in cryptocurrency and or Web3? Yeah, so uh, I think my entry into this space is a little different from a lot of people. Although, you know what? I hope maybe there's listeners who can fully align with what I'm about to say. I started in this space with zero technical knowledge of how NFTs work, how web, what even Web3 is. You know, I'm still forgetting all my passwords for, to my normal <laughs> accounts. But last summer, around end of June, early July, um, there was a Bitcoin conference in Miami, which is where I'm from. And a mutual friend of mine flew in for this conference. And while I did not attend any parties or any of the you know, speakers, I got to meet this person firsthand. And, you know, being someone who likes to learn about new things and new technology to the best of my ability, I engaged with this now really good friend of mine for on a number of days, you know, having really deep conversations about how blockchain works, what NFTs are. And honestly, in seeing now, you know, understanding that for the fact that a piece of art on the digital world could sell for $70 million, that there's collections of NFTs that generate over a billion in sales, that really motivated me. It saw I've, of course, recognized the fact that there's so much money being traded in this space. But more importantly, from my end, I saw a clear opportunity to fundraise. Because if, you know, in 2021, $25 billion could be transacted in NFTs, a good portion of that could definitely go to charity next year, which is exactly what, you know, motivated me to jump into this space, you know, from the philanthropic end specifically. Yeah, that's great. So, I mean, that kind of led nicely into the next question, right? So, you know, for you, it was seeing the, uh, how NFTs were really catching on and were driving a lot of volume and then thinking, hmm, maybe there's a way that we can take some of that volume and contribute it to a charitable, pur- charitable purpose, which is great. So uh, that kind of leads to my crypto wish. So tell me about my crypto wish and how it all got started. So <clears throat> my idea with for my crypto wish came from, you know, after this company, you know, these, you know, this nice weekend I had with my friend and learning about blockchain. And I really thought he left me with a question. If you mm-hmm. could, you know, what real world thing would you try and you know place into the quote unquote metaverse into this virtual world? Because that might be the way you find a unique idea to you know fully jump into this space. So I thought, and I thought of something really meaningful, how I could relate, you know, both something physical that everyone can relate to 
and tie that into, you know, more of the charitable aspect of, you know, NFT fundraising. And I settled on making a wish, making a personal wish. It's something that everyone has done. It's something that, you know, from the time you're born, you know about throwing a penny into a fountain and hopefully making a wish. So what I came up with is a way of making a wish in the digital world and encapsulating that wish in an NFT. Therefore, enter my crypto wish. This is my NFT project where I am selling 10,000 wishes. In the in the metaverse, NFT wishes, you know, each personal to every user who ends up acquiring one. The process by which you'll acquire this NFT is, of course, by making your personal wish on my website at the wishing well, which is front and center when you log on. Just as you would throw a coin into a wishing well to make a, you know, a wish in the real world, you're going to quote unquote throw you know, the corresponding amount of Ethereum into my well and make your personal wish. And that action will be encapsulated in one of my NFTs, the My Crypto Wish Stars. There's 10,000 of them. Each are unique, hand-drawn uh, by my artist from home, Christina Gonzalez, an incredible person to work with. With that star, of course, as I said, it'll encapsulate your wish. But more importantly, it'll encapsulate the ethos of My Crypto Wish, which is the fact that 100% of the pro proceeds from this drop are going directly to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, directly to their Ethereum wallet address, heart, which is going to be hard-coded into my smart contract. So the money goes from A to B. The ethos here, of course, is that while I can't guarantee that your personal wish comes true, that by making a wish at my well, you are 100% supporting St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and their mission to end childhood cancer, which at the end of the day, will help grant the wish of health for critically ill children around the world and their families. For as most people know, St. Jude is, prides themselves in being the preeminent children's charity, you know, funding research and treatment into life-threatening illnesses, all while treating these patients without charging families a dime. The goal with my project specifically is to raise over a million dollars worth of Ethereum from the initial mint and you know, down the line through a 7.5% a royalty on secondary sales to one day even eclipse that mint through our royalty. And at the end of the day, to do something really positive, to utilize this technology for good and to show the community that anyone can jump into this space with an idea that truly could impact many people's lives. That's awesome. And, you know, so not only are you looking to raise a million dollars for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital, which is amazing and really ambitious and uh, good for you for, for doing that and taking that on, but then also looking to set up kind of that recurring ongoing revenue for uh, St. Jude's through secondary as well, which is great. And I think that's one of the coolest applications of NFTs is being able to create those recurring revenue streams for uh, for charities, because those can be very hard to come by, of course. Um, uh, so St. Jude's Children's Research Hall Hospital is the um, <clears throat> beneficiary organization that you chose to um, receive the 1 million in cryptocurrency donations that you hopefully receive. Um, how did you arrive at that decision? Why St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital? So <clears throat> I chose St. Jude's for a number of reasons, primarily in that they're actually very progressive with cryptocurrency. As I said, they have an Ethereum wallet address. They also use the Giving Block, which is a you know, very large company that you know, helps integrate charities into the crypto space. But they have this address published on their website. So when I have that publicly in my smart contract, a user can, align, can look at my smart contract, see this address, then go to St. Jude's website and see the exact same address. Therefore, it's totally transparent. They will know for a fact where this money is going, which is really helpful, help, you know, very helpful to me because, of course, in this space, there are so many, you know, kind of, you know, I don't want to accuse anyone of anything, but it's a type, there are scam projects in this space mm. that try to capitalize on the popularity, on the money being made. 
to make people profit. And it's a little shady. You know, the founders don't dox themselves or whatever. What I'm trying to do here is be fully transparent, not only by putting my face and my voice on this, but by, sh- but by showing exactly where the money goes. Mm-hmm. On top of that, St. Jude just has an incredible mission. They have something that fully aligns with my theme of making a wish, you know, because I, you know, with this money that we raise and with all the money that they raise, they are targeting a very powerful goal of ending childhood cancer. And if that's not a wish that children around the world and their families have wished for before, then I'm crazy, but I know it is. And I know it's something that, you know, by making this effort on our end, that we can fully, you know, and wholeheartedly benefit that wish, we can make that wish come true. And at the end of the day, since this is such, this is meant to be an altruistic project, I could think of no better uh, organization to receive our funds. Yeah, that's fantastic. And so you mentioned how their um, their wallet address was going to be coded into the smart contract. So for those listening that maybe don't know as much about the technical aspects of these things, can you give us a brief overview of the technical aspects of my crypto wish and how you're keeping all the donations on chain? Yeah. So I'll preface this by saying, and which I think is the most beautiful thing about my project. I don't have a lot of technical knowledge in this. I'm not a computer science major. I'm not in the engineering school. That's for my two way programmers who are way smarter than me. Also <laughs> dear friends of mine for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that's, I think what makes this very interesting is that I now have learned so much, even in my basic knowledge and understanding of blockchain and web three to now hopefully be able to serve as a nice resource for people listening, who maybe even know less than me. So mm-hmm. what I, uh, well, how we're doing this is, as I said, St. Jude has a static address and Ethereum address. That'll be hard coded into our, it is hard coded into our smart contract, which it's a relatively simple contract. This, this, as I said, this isn't necessarily the most complicated of projects. So, you know, the back end work is not, not as crazy as some of these other projects that exist out there. Mm-hmm. Much to my, you know, I'm so happy to have some two very intelligent programmers who, you know, are making this as simple as possible, which, you know, is incredible to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that'll be where, you know, once this, uh, the sale is done, all 10,000 are sold. The money will be directed straight to that address. What's also, as you had mentioned earlier, what I think is one of the most revolutionary things about blockchain and NFT specifically, is that there will also be a royalty on secondary sales forever. Uh, on OpenSea, which is the platform we'll be, you know, using to host these on the secondary market, we're gonna you have, we have the uh, possibility and the opportunity to hard code a royalty into the sales of these things going forward. So we'll use that exact same address, put it into OpenSea. And 77.5% of every sale going forward indefinitely will also go directly to that wallet, which I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's something that really motivates me to get this done because it, it, I, I'm fully motivated to raise that million from the initial mint. Mm-hmm. But the most interesting thing to me personally is to see how much we can raise indefinitely. There's no timeline on, on the secondary sales to see how much we can raise. I'm motivated, you know, if we market this correctly to have these stars generate a million dollars a year in revenue just on secondary sales alone, which I think is something never before seen in the charitable space. You know, when you have a charity auction of say a a new car or a piece of art or a trip, that's a one-time transaction. You pay that X amount of dollars, you know, to get get that item. In this transaction, you're not only receiving that item, i.e. this NFT, but when you sell it, money will also go to St. Jude, which to me is just incredibly unique and really, I think, uh, a nice motivating factor for anyone to get into this space, knowing the true power that they can have with their individual projects. That's great. Well, thank you for explaining that. And I appreciate where you're coming from, not coming from a computer science background as well, because I certainly am not. I come from a social services background. So you did a great job of explaining it there and how 
um, how it works so that, you know, it's nice and transparent. You can make sure all the funds are going to the right place. And then it prov- uh, provides that opportunity as well for that recurring revenue, which is, is so important. So uh, you talked about a little bit about the long-term vision for, uh, for my crypto wish and hoping that, you know, can, you can uh, generate a million dollars in revenue a year for uh, St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. But uh, tell me about where you see my crypto wish, maybe five years down the line or so, you know, looking at the longer term. And I know that's hard in this space uh, because everything moves so quickly, but try your best to think about what it will look like in the future. Yeah. So I'll just say right now we're focusing on just getting the initial drop done. Mm-hmm. We're at the phase where we need, we're just pushing the message and trying to get as, as much of an organic following as possible to then, you know, get to the point where we can release all these wishes, you know, NFTs and raise that million. But to that point, about creating that organic community. That's what I see this being going forward. We, yes, we want to raise that million from the mint and, you know, God willing, be able to raise a million in royalty revenue every year. Mm-hmm. But what I really want to see and what, how I think that goal will be accomplished is by creating an organic community of people within the NFT space and people looking to get into the NFT space who want to hop onto an idea and into a community of people generally just focused on charitable giving really focusing on the altruistic aspects of NFT ownership. You know, I think there are, there are of course, a number of projects in, that have existed and currently exist that raise money for charity. But in my research into this space, I have been hard pressed to find a grassroots initiative focused on getting the word out about NFT philanthropy to as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. So when, I, when you ask what my goal is into the future, it's really to generate this community that I know will benefit St. Jude forever by, incre- by, by maintaining that demand for my stars. Mm-hmm. But five years from now, I would be, ex- I would be ecstatic to know that I, if I could look you know, five years into the future to know that I helped generate a number of other projects similar to mine, whether I came up with them or I'm helping my community create them, you know, to generate this inclusive, accepting atmosphere within the NFT space to push projects similar to mine that are focused solely on charity or mainly on charity you know, to the end of the day to raise an honestly an infinite amount of money. I think with all, like I said, 25 billion transacted in NFTs in 2021 alone, and this is only going to increase as NFTs become more popular. I see no reason that we and other communities like myself can't raise significant sums of money out of that, you know, and generate that specifically to charities. Obviously during the pandemic, charities suffered. And I think this is an incredible way to, you know, capitalize on a new technology and allow charities to, you know, raise more money than they ever have before. And if I could be a part of that, then that five-year plan looks incredible to me. Yeah, that's amazing. That's that's fantastic. And I love your uh, your vision for the future. And it sounds like you're, you know, as much as you want to really raise funds for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital as a core goal of yours, there's also a broader vision of acting as a catalyst for other projects looking to engage in crypto and NFT philanthropy. Uh, so, and, you know, I'm a firm believer that in this space, uh, it's, it's one of collaboration over competition. So I think that that's the right approach to take and saying, how can we, you know, make sure that we're working together to build up as many projects as possible working in this space that are working to use this technology for good. Uh, so that's, yeah. uh, it's good to do that. I, I also I just want to say that, um, I know I'm sure your listeners will ask this question as most people ask me this question, whenever they find out about my project and it's really about why I'm doing this. Now, of course, every question we've talked about, every you know thing we've just discussed, I think should paint a good picture of why I'm doing this. But people are still very confused as to why you know a college sophomore and a team of college guys are simply giving 
all this money away or intending to give all this money away in a space that is so lucrative, where people of all from all backgrounds of technical knowledge or not are making so much money. You know, you see headlines every day of so-and-so making a 5 million, 10 million, 20 million off their drop. So why are we giving it away? I'll tell you, it really is to send a message, to send a message to St. Jude, you know, expressing our support, as I said, to create that community as we had just talked about. And for me personally, to prove that this works, I am someone who, you know, I, I like to shoot for the moon. I, my, my favorite, one of my favorite quotes is when you shoot for the moon, if you miss, you'll land among the stars. Right now we're shooting for the moon. It's a goal of ours, you know, as three college guys with not a, a big budget and working out of our dorm rooms. It's a crazy thing to say that we'll hopefully raise a million dollars in a new currency and, you know, in this space that is so crowded. But we are committed. We're committed to doing this, to proving to the, you know, the community and to people outside of this community the validity of this, you know, of this technology and the use that anyone can capitalize on to raise a lot of money. Of course, this is why I intend on being so transparent about this, because our message should be very clear that this money, you know, if you join this journey and you hop on, you know, with our message, you'll really be doing something good. You'll be creating positive change in a world that certainly needs it. Yeah, that's great. And to put things into perspective for those listening, uh, Evan is a sophomore student. So uh, considering what he's accomplished uh, at such a young age so far, it's it's really quite incredible. So, um, you know, I think that, uh, yeah, so I guess, you know, and I'm going to go a little off script here. How do you balance all that? The, you know, creating this new project, working on a team, and then also managing your life as a student as well. Because I know that there's a lot of people that are in college university, they're really interested in breaking into this space and getting involved, but maybe struggle to find that balance. So um, tell me about that. Yeah, no, I'm, I, if I'm honest, it's not easy. Uh, it's especially not easy because I love working on this project. I love you know meeting new people in this space. I love working with my programmers. They're two of my very, very close friends. So it is hard to sometimes juggle doing something that I love versus having to go to class. Of course, I still force myself to go to class, <laughs> do my homework, you know, had midterms this, you know, this week, which are, you know, obviously a priority. Mm-hmm. I think it comes down truly to just having a great support system around me. I have, as I said, my two programmers, Sebastian and Zach, are dear friends, but also very committed and bought into this project. They're not making any money, just like I'm not making any money because our mm-hmm. goal here not only is to you know, send our message, but to learn. This, is a, has, this has been a profound learning experience for myself. And if you ask my programmers, definitely for them in terms of the functional and technical aspects of this. For me, I've learned so much about the technical stuff, even though I'm still a novice. I also have met some incredible people and it motivates me to, you know, keep pushing, to keep, you know, plugging, you know, plugging along, even though this is still the beginning of such a, it will be a long journey to get this mm-hmm. thing to be successful. But as I said, you know, I've enjoyed the journey. It's been now, what, nine months of working on this, you know, of course, because I don't have every single hour of every day to do it. But it's interesting because in those nine months, I have met so many interesting people, including yourself. I've had opportunities that I've never had before. I mean, this is one of the first podcasts I've ever been on. I didn't think I'd say I'd be going on a podcast at 19 (laughs) years old. It's cool, though, because I think, you know, I I don't necessarily look for the respect of people out of this, but it's nice to see the, you know, the respect that people have for such an interesting idea because it not only has never been done before, but it's something that a lot of people can relate to. As I said earlier, it's making a wish. That's something everyone's done. It's supporting a cause that no one has an issue with. It's a cause of ending uh, you know, childhood cancer and supporting critically ill children. That's something that everyone can buy into. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's just, it shows you that, you know, to tie it back to you know, what this space is like, 
and how I juggle it, it motivates me to make some change in this space to show that you don't just necessarily have to be a computer science person or some art savvy person to really jump into NFTs. My goal, of course, is to, you know, broaden that NFT philanthropic, you know, arm and motivate people just like myself and my friends to get into this space and really see the benefits, even if your project fails. And that's what's something, you know, of course, I've had to, you know, grapple with the fact that no problem, nothing is set in stone. You have no idea what the future will look like, especially with a project that is, you know, so hard to get out. But I'll tell you, I think, you know, in, in conversing with everyone that I have, you have, you can't be afraid of that failure. You know, and I think that's what certainly motivates me to keep plugging along, no matter how much stuff I do have on my plate. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think I hope that gives a little insight. It's definitely, oh, yeah. uh, it's definitely something that occupies a lot of my my brain, but I love it, and I wouldn't change it for the world. That's great, and you know, I really appreciate that advice. Some great advice there for anyone really looking to start a Web three project and the challenges that can come with that, and the importance of having a good team and support system around you. So that's great. So um, as we near the end of this conversation, I want to pick your brain on kind of the broader area of crypto social impact. So what do you see if you could take a step back and look at the space in the, in the ecosystem, what do you see as some of the biggest opportunities when it comes to the intersections of cryptocurrency, blockchain, and social impact? So I think uh, there are, of course, many, many that I can, that come to my mind specifically, uh, as I touched on before, the ability for anyone to jump into this space you know, of course, having a good team around you is, I think, primarily, you know, the most important thing you could possibly have. But I think the fact that I'd like to serve as, you know, kind of like a beacon for people who aren't technical to get into this space, it shows Mm -hmm. you that you don't have to be a coder to be, you know, successful in this space. Not like I'm saying I am yet, but (laughs) I think it's at least serves as a testament for anyone to try and get in. I think another very important aspect is the royalty, the ability that you can put a royalty on sales of NFTs, whether they're stars like mine or whatever you come up with, and that that can continuously generate money forever. I think that's something that has never been done before on a large scale in, in uh, philanthropy. And at the end of the day, I just think, you know, as there are a number of companies that do this already, like the Giving Block, integrating charities into crypto is certainly a way of raising just more money. Number one, because there is just so much more money. There's so all this new money in crypto and people are looking to donate to charities around the world of all different types and causes. And you see that with how many charities are now using services like the giving block to fan, to fundraise. Um, and I think in addition to that, you know, on the, fa- in the fact that crypto donations are relatively transparent, you know, that it's all public. I think that's an interesting way of increasing engagement within charitable, you know, within philanthropy by showing people where their money goes. And I think we're only in the beginning of that. I think as more companies with people way smarter than me get involved in this space and find different, you know, useful ways to capitalize on the transparency that crypto provides, you know, to, you know, further democratize, if you want to say, or just expand how we raise money for charity. I think that's going to be very, very, very big. Yeah, absolutely. Some great points there. And I definitely could not agree more. So uh, you've provided so much value today, and it's been an absolute pleasure learning about you and your story and you know your vision for my crypto wish. And obviously, we weren't able to discuss everything we p- could have possibly discussed today. So for those that are interested in learning more about your project and maybe engaging with the community or you know perhaps uh, making a wish and purchasing one of these NFTs, what's the best way for listeners to uh, keep up to date and learn more about your project? Yeah, so I will definitely say, uh, number one, as we're now navigating our marketing phase, 
And to the point where before we get to our point of actually dropping these, I think following us on Twitter and Instagram will be essential. That's at my underscore crypto wish spelled exactly as it sounds. And in addition to that, to be able to join our Discord community, go to our website at www.mycryptowish.org. Front and center, you'll find the link to get to our Discord. As this project gains more following and we get closer to our, you know, our drop date, uh, which we intend for it to be the end of spring, that'll certainly be you know the avenue through which you'll receive updates and news and exact information as to how to purchase these and to make your wish. And after we do that drop, I strongly think that after we do that drop, we'll certainly have a glowing community within our Discord to then promote future projects and harness that, you know, the capacity of our certain, our particular project right now to push future projects, whether it's, as I said, ones that I personally involve myself with or help promote from, you know, within the community. That's great. Well, and of course, all those social links and links to the website are in the show notes. So make sure to check those out so you can follow and learn more about my crypto wish. Big thank you again, Evan, for joining today. It's been an absolute pleasure having you here today. I'm so inspired by your drive, your vision, and um, and what you're doing to help uh, this very important cause and, and to support St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. So I have no doubt that you'll succeed and, and best of luck to you. And I look forward to keeping an eye on it and hopefully having you back again as the project rolls out. So thanks again for joining, Evan. Thank you so much, Drew, for having me. I really appreciate it. And I, you know, just to your, to your listeners and to your community, I you know, hope all of you can join us in our mission and help us raise that million. A big thank you to Evan for coming on the Crypto Altruism Podcast and for a fascinating chat on crypto philanthropy. I'm so amazed with what Evan has been able to accomplish as a sophomore, managing a course load and his work on My Crypto Wish, and his drive to achieve his goal of raising $1 million for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital is truly admirable. I have no doubt that he will be able to meet this goal and do great things in the future. Well, that's all for now. Thanks for tuning into the Crypto Altruism Podcast. For more great content exploring the intersections of cryptocurrency, blockchain, and social impact, check us out at CryptoAltruism.org. Also, check out our affiliate partners, and if you love what you heard, check out our website to learn how you can support us. Thanks so much for joining us, and I hope you'll join us again for our next episode. Until then, keep on doing good in the cryptosphere. Thank you for listening to the Crypto Altruism Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date on new episodes as they're released, and check out CryptoAltruism.org for more inspiring content.